0: hello and welcome back to the soul forge i am so glad you're here and especially today because today's topic is some reflection and a conscious unraveling after my weekend spent with my family helping clear out my granny's apartment um, because we moved her into an assisted living home now she's 104 and she just until this past week has been living on her own for the most part, you know, with some friends and people coming in to help her with things. And it's definitely, you know, time uh to move and have some more help. Um and I was really really glad that I made the effort and got to go spend time with my family um and help with this. And you know, we had Hilarious times, my mom and my sister, especially because we d- were doing most of the work in the apartment. And we also had some tender moments, you know, and some, you know, sadness. My sister and I had a little bit of a cry <laughs> together. And, you know, I, you know, it's times like this when you're transitioning or when you see somebody approaching, you know, later life and, you know, getting closer to that next part of their journey, um, where for me it puts things in perspective and it makes me kind of pause and and just reflect a bit. And you know, it's interesting. <clears throat> clearing out her apartment that she's been in for 10 years and you know she whittled down from the apartment she lived in beforehand right but she's been in this place for 10 years and she's always been a pretty involved person in, in the community and with her church and so she had a lot of you know things that she's used over the years and then has stopped using just to, you know as her life has changed and you know we threw out things we donated things we kept things we brought her some things and it's just like. So fascinating to me how, as I go through my own purging of crap that I don't care about anymore, right, but I hold on to for reasons, whatever, um, so interesting to see 104 years and everything that she's either collected or had or done has pretty much been fit either into a room of hers... Um, at this assisted living place or you know has been dispersed slightly to other people like me my sister you know my my brothers um to enjoy and pass on but the amount of that stuff has dwindled and that's good in a way right like Sometimes it feels weird to get rid of somebody else's stuff or to pass it on. It always makes me feel good when I can give it to somebody who I know appreciates it or, you know, uses it or whatever. But even the stuff that ends up being thrown out, it's like a reminder of like dust to dust, ashes to ashes. Like all of this comes from the earth and all of it goes back eventually, and that that is okay. Or could it be okay? Even for you, when you let go of something, you know, or when you're thinking about letting go of something, but it's hard. It's like, wow, like, what is my place to hold on to this? And why am I holding on to it? You know, I look at all the stuff I have, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but it's almost like I either hold on to it because it holds a memory that I'm afraid of losing, or more than that, usually it's holding on to something because I'm afraid of not having it or something better again. And that's tough because when we keep living from the past and living from those things that already have come about, we really are not free to create newly. We can't put new things into our space when we have all that old stuff we're still living from. And it's okay to say thank you for everything that it's given us when it was time and now to say, I'm ready to move on. But I know for myself and I know for a lot of people that can be a hard thing, you know, <laughs> storage units are vast, you know, are very popular and there are these all over the place and more being made because we have stuff and we want to hoard it and hold on to it. Like, why do I have a storage unit full of stuff that, except for my um, outdoor gear, like my camping stuff and my paddleboard and things like that, that literally in Christmas stuff that literally does not fit in my house right now. Like, why do I have so much of that other stuff? Truly, you know? So the reminder, you know, for me this past weekend was <clears throat> that stuff doesn't really matter, that it means nothing really, and to not hold on to it, you know, be free. Be free to be in life, not attached and weighed down by things, literally and physically. I mean, literally and um, non-literally. <laughs> and then the other part was, you know, do and be the things that you want, truly. You know, I get into this rut of like thinking and thinking and overthinking and waiting and waiting and trying to figure it out before I take a move, make a move. And it's like, what are we waiting for exactly? I'm just going to tell you a little um, spoiler alert here. You can't figure it all out before you do it. And that for humans, I think, can be very uncomfortable because we want security and we want to know we're going to be okay. It takes something to trust that things will be okay and that following that pull, following that tug, following that dream or desire is actually the point. But damn, gonna be scary sometimes? Like it feels that way, right? It seems that way. So I'm questioning, well, does it have to be that way? Like, does it have to occur as scary to take a new move? Or couldn't it occur as exciting or interesting or curious or there's a discovery there? You know, just something to play with. So, you know, being with my grand, after 104 years, she's done a lot of stuff. She's been a lot of places. She was ahead of her times in many ways. Um, She was a uh, nurse in the baby section of the hospital back in the day she was born in 1918 so and i'm not sure when exactly she became a nurse but you know it was back in back in the day you know and she was very instrumental like that was back when babies would be taken from their moms and in the nursery. Right. And she was very instrumental at her hospital in having them moved into the room and staying in the room with the moms, you know, and there were other things also breastfeeding was a big one that she was very, um, strong and influential around in her hospital. And so, you know, it's just like, it's pretty cool. All the different experiences she's had. And I'm like, You know, Jill, keep having the experiences you want. Keep pushing for them. Keep creating them. Keep making them happen. Keep enjoying and appreciating the times I'm having right now. And keep creating those new ones because life keeps going. It keeps moving. And you can choose to move with it or you can choose to stay behind. It keeps moving. And so I just... I'm here reminding you that it's okay to keep moving and it's good to keep moving and that is, what, that is where aliveness lives, truly. It's when we are stopped and thinking and wondering and hesitating and doubting that we feel stagnant and stuck. But when we can take that step trust that something is there to catch us because that's why we're here, then you begin to feel alive again, like you, like that spirit that came here for this intention. So do something today that makes you feel alive, that you enjoy, you know? And think about a dream or a desire that you've wanted for a long time and see what little tiny action you could take today to bring that closer, even if it's sharing with one person what that is, even if sharing with me what that is. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And truly thank you for being you and taking this on in your life because you matter. And I want you to know that. Take care and I'll see you next time or you'll hear me next time. (laughs) Bye.